This podcast is sponsored by OMI, the company that makes CRM work. My guest today is Dennis Kelly, uh, the CEO of Postalytics. And Dennis, I'd like to start because I know you have a, a background in software, you know, and, and sort of a te- more of a tech background. Uh, but Postalytics does direct mail, and so I'm, I'm I'm really interested in how you know how a guy like you comes to run, you know, kind of what, what I think most people think of as like an, an old fashioned uh, a business in, 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 in a relatively old fashioned industry. Which, of course, you're going to tell us how it's uh, it's it's back again. Uh, but but yeah, why don't you start there? Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks. And I'm excited to speak with you here today. Uh, so Postalytics, as you said, is focused on the direct mail industry. And, and what we're doing is we're really bringing a technology layer to uh, a, a very large, I guess we'd call it legacy industry that, that hasn't really had a lot of technology investment. And, and so uh, what we saw kind of at the beginning of Postalytics is an industry that is uh, able to be very effective for its customers. And so in other words, people that send direct mail are able to get great results, uh, but it just hadn't been improved upon. Uh, and there hadn't really been any software invested in the space for a very long time. And, and so we saw a little bit of a hidden gem, I guess. And uh, we pivoted out of a, out of an older software company that we had built, uh, we've been able to grow, uh, really exponentially over the last five years since we've done that. And, and briefly, I mean, did, did the previous uh, concept have anything to do with what you do now? I'm, I'm always interested to hear how, you know, one thing becomes another. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, back in 2013, I was approached by a really, really smart software architect who I've worked with a couple of times in the past. And he had a little side project he was working on uh, that uh, was helping uh, to measure the response to a direct mail marketing campaign by kind of measuring the people that go online to respond to a a postcard or a letter. And he built it really for himself, Uh, like every great engineer. uh, No product out there is good enough. Uh, They can always build a better one. So, So he had kind of built this software that uh, he was using for both his uh, own marketing of of a business that he had, as well as you started to sell it. And, you know, we were taking a look at what was happening in marketing technology at the time and uh, the the amount of extra capital flowing in, uh, the the growth of the marketing automation sector was exploding. And we thought, you know, direct mail is still about a $40 billion a year industry in the United States. And there's not really a lot of software and automation being applied to this. So, so we took that initial product that my partner had started, uh, uh, built a company we called Boynet and brought it to market. And we were selling to, we'll, we'll say, the, the incumbent uh, direct mail industry. We were selling to agencies and to big brands with uh, direct marketing departments. Uh, we're selling to printers that were offering marketing services on top of their printing and mailing services. And, you know, after a couple of years, it just felt like we we're banging our head against the wall, that, that we had built a great product, uh, and, but that the adoption was a lot slower than what we would have liked. Uh, the, uh, the amount of services required in order to get a client up and running uh, were significant. And, you know, we're scratching our heads and said, you know, 
this is just not what we envisioned here. And then around that time, we had some customers come to us and say, you know, hey guys, you know, you're kind of living in this space between uh, the CRM and marketing automation worlds and the direct mail world. Uh, is there any way you can help us make this a lot easier and faster and integrated with the investments we've made in Salesforce or HubSpot or, you know, the, the, the big marketing automation tools that businesses were investing in. And, and so, you know, we heard that a couple of times while we're in this process of reevaluating what we're doing with VoidNet. We thought, you know what? We can take a lot of what we've done with VoidNet and go reposition it, come out and try to solve a different problem. And there are a whole heck of a lot more companies out there that are investing heavily in their marketing tech stack with tools from Salesforce and HubSpot and others uh, than there are older school uh, direct mail uh, service providers. We thought maybe we can take those people on with a new product. And, and so that's really what kind of shifted us over to Postal X. And, and so what we ended up building is a software tool for a marketer to be able to log into a cloud-based tool, drag and drop, pull a campaign together in just a few minutes, and then press send, just like you would with an email campaign. So anyone who's done email marketing can now do direct mail marketing by sitting in front of a computer in a Starbucks anywhere in the world and build a campaign that can be printed and mailed in, throughout the United States or now Canada and, and not have to leave their seat, get it done in 20 minutes. So Postalytics is really about simplifying that process, integrating it with a marketing tech stack and providing analytics about what happens after you send direct mail. I'm curious, you know, about the interplay between, you know, just the effectiveness of 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 this uh, the strategy, you know, direct mail. Maybe it's been a bit neglected by by companies in, in recent years, and 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 like the familiarity and comfort level of people who are actually using your product these days. Because I imagine many of them are used to sort of, you know, performance marketing, you know, looking at dashboards, doing it all digitally. Do you find that, that those are both items that you guys needed to solve for, uh, I guess, or, or, or selling points that, that you have? Or it, how do you think about those two things? Yeah, yeah, very much. And, and so there, there were a couple of macro level trends that are, are driving marketers to come back and take a look at direct mail marketing. Uh, so we'll start there. So the, there are a few things. Uh, email has exploded, as everybody knows. Uh, the, the email inbox is just overflowing with more messages than, than we can possibly deal with. And, and as a result, open rates and click rates on email marketing have been on a steady decline over the last decade. So marketers are struggling to perform right with, with, with email. Digital marketing, as everybody knows, is absolutely explosive. And what uh, marketers are doing now is competing with each other over the same keywords, over the same audiences. And so the cost of digital marketing has absolutely exploded. And, and while direct mail is no longer a primary channel for a lot of brands. It is still a, a well-established and well-understood marketing channel. It's just been very difficult to manage from a production standpoint. And, and as you said, 
there's been no ability for digital marketers to really understand what the heck has happened after they've sent the mail. There's no, there's been no interface like that. So those are the problems that we have attacked with Postalics. Uh, so, so now we have a, a quick and easy way for marketers to, you know, just deal with the production of direct mail in a way that, as I mentioned before, kind of looks next like email. You know, when you send an email campaign, you're not out there negotiating with the email server on the other side of the country, right? You just press send and it goes and it, it's, it's done. Uh, and, and so, so we thought, well, why, why do marketers need to be dealing with print partners to get this stuff distributed? Why do they have to figure out postage and all this complexity? We just kind of take care of that, simplify it. And then we take the basis of that first product that we built, Boynet, that was designed to help measure the response to direct mail. And we've built up uh, uh, some intellectual property around that. We've got a couple of patents and we have built some other analytics tools. So now every direct mail campaign in Postalytics has its own dashboard. And you can see exactly where the mail was sent, when it was delivered, uh, if it had a bad address, if it kind of belts back in the return to sender way, and then who's responded to that mail using our proprietary patented uh, QR codes and personalized URLs to measure the specific response to a campaign. Yeah, so you started to get into that a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm curious about the, the measurement aspect of this because it's not it's not only important, right, for for judging the success of uh, of a campaign, but you know, for the people who are using it for you know justifying their own <laughs> their own roles and jobs and you know work that they're doing. Um, and so, t- take us a little bit more into detail there. That that seems like the crux of like the 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 you know the improvements that you guys have have figured out. I mean, there are obviously. The, the other stuff that you mentioned, the um, you know, the one click, you know, to 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 print and and send and, and all that. But talk to me about the measurement stuff. Just dig into that a little bit more. Sure, sure. So uh, there are a couple of uh, components there. First, from a delivery standpoint, you know, marketers are accustomed in, in email marketing to, to having a dashboard that says, "Well, here's all the people you sent to. Here's all the people that had their emails delivered. Here are the uh, people whose emails bounced back or." Soft bounce, hard bounce, unsubscribed, all these kind of metrics around deliverability. So how do you replicate that in a physical channel? We, what we discovered is that there's a little known tool that the U.S. Postal Service provides called the Intelligent Mail Barcode. And it's, it, it's a little barcode that goes on commercial printed mail that the post office actually uses for their own internal tracking of where all these letters and postcards and mailers are, are being shipped around the country. They've made that publicly available to people that uh, can figure out how to use it. <laughs> and so <laughs> what we've done is we take that, that uh, barcode and we attach it to a contact that is being mailed through Postalytics in a particular campaign. So if, if you're getting a postcard uh, from me that's saying, hey, you know, sign up for a free Postalytics account, uh, there's a little barcode attached to it, and and we know the exact status of George's specific postcard in this campaign by the scan events coming in from the postal service uh, every six hours or so. So so we understand exactly where the where the the mail is in the delivery cycle, and then we've created uh, this technology around QR codes primarily that allows us to measure 
specifically who has responded. So when, when you create a, a QR code in Postalytics and it goes on the mailer, uh, it, it is a unique QR code. So every single QR code is different. And so, George, if you were to scan that postcard and, and you know, hit the response in, in, on your phone and fill out the form or buy the, the e-commerce product or do whatever the call to action is, we know, hey, this is, this is George from this specific postcard, from this specific campaign. And we're able to illuminate that all in great dashboards and then even synchronize it back into the CRM so that, you know, an email can be sent thanking you or sales rep can pick up the phone or whatever the case, whatever the marketers want to do. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. And, and I want to just sort of dig in on that specific point as well. You know, talk about the limitations. Like, what are you butting up against here that makes this like great, but hey, this is the next thing we got to figure out. Yeah, I'm specifically thinking about, you know, sort of the demographics of people who might respond oh. to direct mail. Like, is, is, are they, you know, I assume they're slightly older, they're homeowners more more or less, right? They're they're moving less often. You have their addresses. Maybe, maybe that's a, a mistaken uh, assumption. You know, how do you connect them to their digital identities, you know, so that you can retarget if, if you can? Uh, and I guess, you know, the uh, QR codes, I'm thinking about my own grandparents here. I, I'm not sure they know what to do with those. So I, I assume there's like sort of an age range that you're targeting here. I, I'm, you know, I'm just sort of giving you a bunch of, um, maybe these are objections. Maybe they're, they're just thoughts of, hey, how do you solve these problems? Maybe, how do, how, no, how do you? Yeah, no, those, those, are, those are great questions. Yeah. So starting with kind of the audience, how that's developed with Postalix. It, it, you know, the, it, typically in the older style of direct mail marketing campaigns, Marketers would go buy lists from these uh, list brokers and have names and addresses, and you could slice and dice the data and you know target people based on income and a whole lot of other things. Uh, what so you can do that with Postalytics, but what we provide that is really unique is the ability to tap into your CRM and to use that as the basis of your direct mail campaign. And the CRM ends up being often the focal point of all of the marketing programs that are uh, that, that the marketing team is pursuing. So the digital market, email market is all being driven out of that CRM. And so by tapping into that same data source uh, and then synchronizing the campaign results back, you know, we understand, hey, you know, George uh, in, in our contact record, you know, failed to open the, the following, th the, the last three emails that were sent to him. So, well, if he's not opening his email, let's try another channel. So we're, we're going to trigger a piece of mail to go out based on the fact that he hasn't opened last few emails. And, and then if George, when, when that mail is delivered, the CRM knows. And so the CRM can say, hey, ping a sales rep to pick up the phone and call the same day that a piece of mail is delivered. The CRM knows when, when we capture the response, the CRM knows that, right? And so it can act intelligently, it can act in as a step in a multi-channel workflow to optimize uh, the, the response of, of the marketing team to whatever events are happening in the campaign. So, so that's really, I think, a really important distinction. On, on the, the, the QR code side, you know, what we've seen is a couple of events that have happened that have really drastically grown QR code usage and understanding. First, both 
Apple and Google started bundling QR code readers in their native camera software a few years ago. So it used to be you have to go download a separate app mm. and like load it up and scan a QR code that way. You don't have to do that anymore. You just point your camera. But the, the big change that has happened in the last couple of years is the pandemic. Since the pandemic, anybody who's been to a restaurant, anybody who's gone out anywhere, you have to use a QR code to get at a lot of the information. And so everybody's getting comfortable when using QR codes. And, you know, we bundle them as a part of the, our platform for free. We've seen a 50% year-over-year growth over the last three years in QR code usage. And we think it's primarily because of the pandemic. That is that is really fascinating. And, you know, just given the way that the world works, maybe maybe soon, you know, companies will abandon email and then it'll, there'll be a swing back. <laughs> some some smart guy like you will figure that out. That's amazing. So, Dennis, you, you know, you've convinced me. I'm on your website right now, actually, thinking about how I can use this for, for my own company. Where, how do people find you? How do people get started? What do you recommend? What do they need to know when they come to you? Um, yeah, to take us through that. Absolutely. So we designed Postalytics so that marketers and business people can uh, sign up for free and use the software on a really self-serve basis, uh, much in the same way you would with a tool like a MailChimp uh, or any of the other really easy to use approachable marketing tools that have just blown up over the last decade. And, uh, and we have a sales team that can assist if you've got more sophisticated campaigns, you wanna do integrations with your CRM, you know, we've got an ability to help you be successful with lots of different resources. But the primary thing is go to postalytics.com, sign up for a free account, and you can get started with just a few clicks. It's very, very simple. Fantastic. And, and that's postalytics.com, P-O-S-T-A-L-I-T-I-C-S.com. Dennis, this has been really fascinating. I'm, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I feel like we've barely scratched the surface. So much to dig in here. Uh, I want to thank you for your time. This has been, this has been great. George, thank you so much for the chance to speak with you today. I really enjoyed it, and I hope that the audience finds it not helpful.